0: DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essiff. Monsignor Essif is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Mother Teresa. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essif encountered St. Padre Pio, who became a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the pontifical missions a Catholic organization established by St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, sisters, and seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building the Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor.
1: the the big thing I learned is that in spiritual warfare, you know, the big attacks, it doesn't necessarily come from a, a little guy running around the ceiling. What it is, it's he gets into the deepest crevices and wounds in our hearts and he creates he like turns up an amplifier so that people respond in a way that, that anxiety flickers out and it caused disruption and division. And that's why it's so important to have those areas healed by Jesus, by the divine physician. But that's, that's the big, I think that's the big spiritual warfare. I mean, the little things, I mean, are annoying, but those crevices in the human heart, that's where the most damage can come to each other. It's interesting, I think.
2: That's what I think the message is in today's gospel. Today's gospel is that when we are called to repentance, we are called to 100% surrender to God. That it's not 90% and so as to leave that space within us, or even 99% that the evil one could get at it. He wants our whole heart. The commandment and its command, love the Lord your God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole strength, and your whole mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Actually, it's even, he gives it even more. I want you to love one another as I have loved you. The message is is so powerful today with regard to what repentance is. Listen to what our Lord says today in the Gospel. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifice. Jesus said to them in reply, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all the other Galileans. In other words, you know, oh, we are very, very holy and we're what righteous people. By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish, as they did. What what happens? You know, uh, Sandy hits. New York and New Jersey, ah, that's it. That's where the gays gathered, New York. That's why God smashed that evil city with their strip teases, with their gay marches, with the way they desecrated St. Patrick's Cathedral. Listen, listen to what Jesus is saying. By no means, I tell you, if you all do not repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think there were more guilty than anyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. To hear that, I just pray that every pulpit Will sound out this alarm because I think we think repentance is being better than the, oh, those bad people. No, what's the call to repentance? The recall to repentance is to be one with Christ. It's just as you were saying, Chris. The devil can get at any one of us, wherever that is, in the deepest part of our being. Our only safety is in Christ. What is repentance to everyone who is listening? If you think just because you're Jewish, you're not called to love God with your whole heart, listen to what it has. And this is from Exodus. And this is in today's celebration for the Catholic Mass. But if you're Jewish, you may attend the Mass. I hope you do but even if you're attending a synagogue today and you may be listening to this, this is taken from the book of Exodus. Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. Leading the flock across the desert, he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There an angel of the Lord, appeared to Moses in fire, flaming out of the bush. As he looked on, he was surprised to see the bush, though on fire, was not consumed. So Moses decided, I am going and I must go over to look at this remarkable sight and see why the bush is not being Burned. When the Lord saw him coming, over to look at it more closely, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses, he answered, here I am. God said, come no nearer. Remove the sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I am the God of your fathers. He continued, The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. But the Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in Egypt, and have heard their cry of complaint against the slave drivers, so I know well what they are suffering. Therefore I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians, and lead them out of that land into a good and spacious land a land flowing with milk and honey. Moses said to God, But when I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, if they ask me, What is his name? What am I to tell them? God replied, I am who am. Then he added, this is what you shall tell the Israelites. I am sent me to you. God spoke further to Moses. Thus shall you say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me. To you. This is my name forever. Thus am I to be remembered through all generations. And that, my Jewish brothers and sisters, is you. That God is holy. And that God has called you to holiness. Moses himself, when he lacked the faith, when he hit and touched the rock, That God asked him, as much as he did, was not a 100%. And he died in the desert. The message is God has called you. God wants to free you from the slavery of the things of this world. How much more so, my brothers and sisters, you can't just go living what you want to live. And the truth is, from the gospel of Jesus, that you must become Jesus. If you are going to be a baptized member of the body of Christ, then Christ must be in you. And if you are not living a moral life, united with Jesus Christ, then you are not in him. And listen to the words that Jesus is saying in this Gospel. Hear them so many of us are eaten by hatred retaliation immorality and that is not being jesus and some of the disgusting things that my brothers and sisters have even on television and and the drugs and the the alcoholism and the lifestyle and even those of our hollywood friends who have become our heroes know Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is our savior. And Jesus is what you are called to be. This is what Jesus is saying. And to my brothers and sisters, Catholics, it's not good enough to be anything but Christ. That's our calling. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will perish as they did. or those 18 who were killed when the tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think there were more guilty than everyone else, than everyone else that lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And then he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree Planted in his orchard, and when he came in search of fruit on it but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but I have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, Leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in this future time. If not, you can then cut it down. That year that we're having, this year of faith that God has given us, this is a time. What's it a time for? It's a time for repentance. The calling is to be Jesus Christ by our baptism. Every single Christian is called to repent. This week I had the most unusual experience. In fact, it happened just the day before yesterday. This father came and he was telling me about it. He was heartbroken. His son had just died. His son was 15 years old. But he told me this story about he said, and he looked at me with such intensity. He said, when my son was five, he, my son said to me, Dad, do you know the difference between you and me? And his father said, no, son, what's the difference? He said, Dad, I am 100% love. And his dad said, he didn't, I didn't think I heard him. What did you say? He said, I am 100% love. He didn't go on to say what his father was, but that's what he was. His name was Kevin, and I was talking to his dad. And as his father went on to tell me this story, a year later, his son developed a brain tumor, and they had to do an operation that took all day. And and he came out, he came back, and he was, paralyzed on the left side. But as he was in recovery, his son told him, Dad, do you know what happened? I found myself going out of my body. And I actually, I watched you. You were there. And I went way up and I was in heaven. And Padre Pio was there. And he met me. And then I saw God. And I saw the Blessed Mother. And God said to me that your job isn't done yet. And I said, please, God, let me hear. I want to stay. And then, God, let me see you. And he said, no, I want you to go back. And I want you to teach your dad. And then he said, Padre Pio asked me to do it too. He actually saw Padre Pio in heaven. And so God and Padre Pio sent him back. And he said, I came back. And when I woke up, I was in this body. And I, I, I felt this, this uh, pain in my body. And here I am. The boy went on to go from this paralyzed left side. The doctor said he would never walk. Through tremendous effort, energy, and and will, he not only went from his wheelchair to a walker, they said he would never be able to walk alone. Many times he fell in trying to walk. Eventually, he not only... Did sports. He actually competed in football and baseball. And then he suddenly died at fifteen. And his dad said, He taught me that I had to be a hundred percent. He was a hundred percent. I have the eulogy that his father gave at his funeral here. And when he began the eulogy, he said, my son wasn't afraid to die because he had died before. And he came back to teach me. And I hope I learned when he told me, dad, I'm a hundred percent love. That father knows what the call is. The call is to be 100% love. What is Jesus? He's 100% love. What is our calling? To be Jesus. And we have this year. This is a time for repentance. This is a time when we want to hear what God is saying to us. This Lent, this third Sunday of Lent, hear the word of the Lord wherever you may be. Cristo quiere vivir en nosotros. Somos Cristo en el mundo. La llamada que tenemos es para ser Cristo en este mundo. No podemos vivir en el cielo si nosotros no vivimos Cristo en este mundo. Es igual en el cielo Asi in Latiera we only can live in heaven in Christ because that's the only life in him and through him and with him. And if we don't do it here on earth, we're not gonna do it later on. We have this time. This is a call for repentance. Paul in this same Eucharist talks about this. Same call in his letter to the Corinthians. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all of them were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spirit and the spiritual rock that followed them and the rock was Christ yet God was not pleased with most of them for they struck they were struck down in the desert Listen, yes, these things happened as an example for us so that we might not desire evil things as they did. Do not grumble as some of them did and suffered death by the destroyer. These things happened to them as an example and they have been written down as a warning upon whom the end of the ages has come. We have this time. There's They're digging around this tree. Will you be cut off? Because you are cut off if you're not united with Jesus. Therefore, whoever thinks He is standing secure, should take care not to fall. All of these are the word of the Lord. I pray that this message be heard, and I pray that my brothers who are called to preach this time of repentance will preach it to every congregation, to every Christian. But more, what I pray, is that it will be heard that this is the word of the Lord, and it's powerful in its call for repentance.
1: It really sounds as though there's a, the, the extraordinary danger of pride and self-righteousness that can afflict those who feel they are the faithful.
2: Yes, yes. It's what happened to the Jews, Paul is saying. That's what I believe is happening to the modern Christians. Don't be secure In your own eyes, there is only one rock. That's Jesus. And there is only one that will stand secure against the storms of the time. And all of us, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, all of us, whoever hears this really wants to introspect. How do you get a madly extroverted world to take time to introspect what this is is I believe it's like the Lord with a bell ringing it down in the deep parts of our hearts it's what you were talking about before Chris that deep deep part of your heart that is not yet converted that's where the devil goes that's what causes the turmoil anxiety misery in my heart and in the hearts of every human being. The world has not really found its root and its origin in God. And Jesus is the one who can lead us through this storm. calling during this Lenten season is to hear the word of the Lord.
1: Any final thoughts, Monsignor?
2: There was an old spiritual that uh, came to me And Moses is uh, such a great figure as a leader. Go down, Moses, way down in Egypt land. Tell old Pharaoh to let my people go. Thus spoke the Lord, dear Moses said, Let my people go. Or else I'll strike your firstborn dead. Let my people go. You are not captive. You are not slaves. You are God's children. And God has come to free us from the slavery of sin. God has come to free us from the slavery of this world, that he may take us with Jesus to be with him forever in heaven. How important is this year of grace? In the name of the Father, and of the Son,
1: and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Monsignor. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Esif. To hear and or to download this episode, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit DiscerningHearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com and join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections, with Monsignor John Essef.